Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach, Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. feels. Amen. Part two tonight. I, I, I've gotten lots of good feedback. I know that the Holy Spirit is leading this series that we're in that is so vital and so important. We're going to be in a moment after I give a little bit of groundwork tonight uh, in Hebrews, if you want to open your Bibles up to the book of Hebrews. But we're going to continue tonight if you weren't here last week, and we're going to continue for at least a couple more weeks on Wednesday nights in this series called Faith Over Feelings. How many realize from last week that when we really stop and begin to think, so much of our faith is dictated by how we feel? Have you noticed that? So much of how we operate, so much of how we think, so many of the things we do is dictated not by truth, not by what we should do, but by how we feel. So we're going to continue in this tonight. I know it's going to really help us by the time we're done. Remember, just to give a little bit of groundwork for last week, for anybody that wasn't here, it's here for the first time, um, we're talking about feelings that are fickle. Feelings that are fickle feelings. In other words, uh, deceitful feelings. Our feelings will deceive us. If we base our faith off feelings, we will be deceived. We talked last week about Jeremiah, and I'm going to get into a little bit more tonight, later on, if the time permits, that it says that the heart is deceitfully wicked. If you think about the heart and the soul, that's what we base our emotions off of. Our soul is our emotions. And so when we talk about our heart, we're not talking about the heart that beats and pumps blood. We're talking about the heart of our, our, our soul, our emotions, and how many times that dictates. Santos just mentioned it. At the offering, we can never forget that Jesus himself could have allowed feelings to keep him from the cross. I mean, we've got to understand that. We talked last week about the temptation that Satan came and gave to Jesus, how he had attacked his hunger. He attacked his, 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 uh, his lordship. He attacked his feelings. And at any point along the way, Jesus could have said, you know what? I, and we even know that he even got to a point where he considered it. As we look at the Garden of Gethsemane, and you see that he was so in, in his feelings of anguish that he was sweating blood and actually said to God, God, can we, for a split second, can we do this different? And so it shows you how powerful feelings are. He had to, he had to come to himself, he had to overcome his feelings, and he had to express faith in the plan of salvation and that's why we're saved tonight. Is anybody thankful that Jesus went all the way to the cross and said it is finished? Amen. So remember, we can feel a thousand and one ways about one thing in 30 days, about the same thing. We, we can constantly have changes. I mean, if you're married, you know how that is. 
Amen? Not just the, the, the stuff that we like, but sometimes we wonder if we love each other every 30 days, right? That everything changes, and, and sometimes it can change with uh, the weather. Sometimes it can change with situations. It can change. I mean, all kinds of things are happening all the time around us. It's like a whirlwind of emotions in our lives. So I want to read uh, a couple of examples. i got like a spider or something attacking me up here. Or a little, there you go. Oh, did I tell you guys, by the way, remember my wasping, my wasping, wasp sting? Say that fast five times. Remember when I got stung by a wasp? Would you believe that the next day I got stung again in the same arm within two inches from the other one? That's talent right there. Amen? Crazy. It was a smaller one, thank God, but it hurt just as bad. Here's some thoughts. Here's some things we say. I want to throw this out. I, if you, maybe you've said this, maybe you've felt it, maybe you've heard it. I feel so close to God. Right? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. You've said that, thought that, heard that. I feel so close to God. My relationship with God is really strong right now. You heard that? Maybe said that? Okay. I can definitely feel the Spirit at work in my life. I'm just throwing out some sayings. We even say sometimes in here, we don't go by feelings. And how many times have you heard us say that? We don't go by feelings. But it does feel good to feel the presence of the Lord, right? So listen to this again. I feel so close to God. My relationship with God is really strong right now. I can definitely feel the Holy Spirit at work in my life. So those are things that, that Christians, as they begin to grow in the Lord, begin to say. Those Things just said, unfortunately, run off of emotions. And when emotions are running high, and when you feel God's presence, and when you maybe have money in the bank, or maybe your body's not physically sick, or, or you're not under, under any kind of attack, or whatever, you, you say those things based off of circumstances connected to feelings. However, how many know the circumstances and the things in your life are going to change on a daily basis? So unfortunately, those above expressions that I just read, after just a couple of weeks, can turn into, I feel so spiritually dry right now. I feel so dry right now. Why can't I hear God's voice? I'm unable to feel God's presence in my life right now. Isn't it interesting how God does not change, but we can change that much how we feel in just a couple of weeks? Guess what that is? Feelings over faith. That's what it is. And how many are guilty? All of us. We're all guilty. That's why we're doing this series. We wouldn't need to do it. We all have that thing, but what I want, my goal with this series is to get you to an understanding that we don't base how we feel in our relationship with God by how we feel. We base our feelings in our relationship with God off of our faith and what God's Word says. Amen? Martin Luther, who is a powerful Christian hundred, a couple hundred years ago, wrote, now this is a little bit uh, old school English, so bear with me because it's like a poem. Pastor Mar, remember the time I ate a bug? I'm just, I'm just trying to avoid that right now. I was preaching in Costa Rica and whoop, it went in. 
which isn't a problem, but when you're trying to get it down, you know, it's like a little bit embarrassing because you're kind of, kind of choking and stuff. So I'm just trying to avoid that tonight. Amen. Protein. Protein. There you go. All right. Listen, feelings come and feelings go. And feelings are deceiving. My warrant is the word of God. Nothing else is worth believing. Though all my heart should feel condemned for want of some sweet token, there is one greater than my heart whose word cannot be broken. I'll trust in God's unchanging word till soul and body sever, for though all things shall pass away, his word will last forever. Amen? That's the understanding we have to have as Christians. We have to get to a place in our faith where our, our faith is not affected by circumstances. Period. How many want to get to that place? How many want to live there? Not just visit, but live there. That's the goal of this, of this, uh, this series. Boy, you're a pesky little thing. <laughs> Amen. So, in this tonight, we, last week we talked more about feelings. Tonight I want to talk a little bit more about faith because maybe some new converts, wait till I get it in my hand. Maybe some, uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to avoid it, but it's like right here, okay? Uh, maybe some of you don't really know yet what exactly faith is. So let's look at Hebrews chapter 11, okay? And I know we got a lot of new, new believers and new converts, and I want to say something really exciting while you're getting to there in the Bible. Um, We've been talking about being revival and what God's been doing. Sunday was electric, amen, baptizing all those people and, and just seeing people get saved. I want to tell you something cool that we're going to do over the next month. How many like weddings? Does anybody like weddings? We're going to have a bunch of weddings, like a bunch of weddings, amen? This has never happened in our church in, in the history of Denton. For, after Father's Day, we're going to have three consecutive weeks of Jesus' weddings, Three weeks in a row, Jesus wedding, Jesus wedding, Jesus wedding. And you know what happens at Jesus weddings? People get saved. Because, hey, I'm getting married, come to my wedding, but they don't know it's a church service. It's so awesome. I love it. And then they're going to get saved. We have people in this church that, have, that got saved because they came to somebody else's wedding or baptism or whatever it is. So, so what is faith? Okay, this is important. If we're going to have faith over feelings, we've got to know what faith is. Now, some of us go, come on, Pastor, we're Christians. But do we really understand what faith really is? I think a lot of us sometimes don't. So Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith, here's what it is, is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence, this is very important, of things not seen. Or in other words, not felt. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Now watch verse 3. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the world by the word of God. Do you understand that everything that's in this world today was not framed by, by physical hands but words? In the beginning, God said, and in those six days, he made the world out of his words. Okay? So the word is so important. And it says, so that the things which are not seen were not made 
sorry, we're, yeah, we're not made of those things which are visible. That's faith. Faith is putting your, your trust in something you can't feel or touch. So if you think about that, whenever we're in our feelings, we're not walking in faith. Because our faith is not based on our feelings. Our faith is based on something we cannot see and we cannot touch. It is a virtue. Faith is a virtue. If you don't understand what that means, and I wanted to study this out a little bit just to give you an understanding. Faith, a virtue means, this is, this is the understanding of it, is it's something that God gives you that you cannot get on your own. Okay, Faith is something that when you hear the word of God, you have an opportunity, and all of us did this, to reject or receive the word of God. When you receive the word of God, there is, the Bible says in Romans, there is a measure of faith that is given to you. At that moment, bam, you are filled with faith. And, and here's the thing, not everybody's is the same. It says a measure, okay? Just like not everybody's the same size, same height. But the idea is, am I using my faith in the measure that God gave it to me? That's the question, right? So that's, that's the thing is we all have different. Some people go, man, Moses had so much faith and Abraham's had so You might have as much or more faith given to you than Moses had. But he used every bit of it, okay? Moses, and if you look at these people in the Bible, Moses and Abraham and Ruth and all the, all the heroes of the Bible that later on in time read the rest of Hebrews 11, that's called the faith chapter, the heroes of the faith. It's called the Hall of Faith, not the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Faith. And all those stories happened because they were faced with circumstances where their feelings could have dictated their outcome, but they overcame their feelings with faith. And that's what God is asking us to do. So it is a virtue that we get. So I was thinking, and I want you to do the same thing, about when you got saved. I want you to think about that. For some of you, it was a few weeks or months ago. For some of you, it was a long time ago. Whenever it was, I want you to think of that moment. And I want you to think about how your emotions were when you got saved. And most of the, I would say most of us did not have emotions or feelings that were like, man, today I'm going to get saved. Right? I don't think any of us woke up the day we got saved and had this like emotional excitement like, man, something cool is going to happen today. I think I might go to church. I think I might change my life. I think I might stop drugs and alcohol. And I might, we don't, that's not what happened. Because for me, for example, when I got to church the night that I, was, got, that I got saved, I had feelings, but they were not for God. As I think about sitting back in the back of that church, I, I was having feelings, and I wrote some of them down, I was having feelings of anger that I had to be at church at that man over there. I was angry at him because he made me go to church. But I've said this a lot in the last few weeks especially, and, and I just want to plug this in today. Church, if you have people in your house, whether they're kids, grandkids, um, family members, parents, brother and sister-in-law, whoever it is, you have to make the rule. This is my house. We go to church. It, 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 talking about anger, it angers me when I hear somebody say that their kids are at home because they didn't want to go. I, just don't, I can't understand that. 
And if my dad would have taken, and this is just happens to be a, tonight where it, it ended up him being here. If it wasn't for my dad making the rule, I would be in hell right now. That's why we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be here in this church. You might be saved and you might be living for the Lord, but you wouldn't be in Denton at this church on Ganza Road in 35 because I'd be in hell right now. But my dad said, as long as you live in my house, you're going to church. Every single time the doors are open, you got to be there. So I had emotions of anger. And here's another testimony. My brother-in-law, my sister-in-law is here right now. My brother-in-law in Costa Rica who's preaching right now as a pastor would not be saved if I wouldn't have had those same rules that I learned from my dad that if you're staying in my house, we go to church, you got to go with us. Okay? So what you're doing is you're, you're hurting that person by not making those rules. I, I'd rather them be mad at me and get saved than be, than they're going to be mad anyways, right? Just let them be mad at you for the right reason. So that night, I, I had feelings and emotions of anger, frustration, boredom. And I was looking at my watch. Conviction. Anxiety. Had a lot of anxiety because I was like, I don't want to be here. You know, tiredness. I had just come from practice. I was super tired. So I'm just giving you some emotions and feelings. I had no feelings about, oh, the presence of God. Oh, I'm so glad I'm here. Are you following me? Until at one moment, faith hit me. And the word of God hit me. And I heard a word that, that changed my life. And all of a sudden, conviction turned into change. And faith overcame feelings. And I ran to that altar and got saved. And I want you to think about that because... If we don't understand that, our, 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 our salvation begins, I would say 99% of the time, not feeling like being saved. Right? We're, 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 our, we're, our lives are, we're on a roller coaster and we're on a road and a path that the Bible says to destruction when we meet Jesus. So we're all over the place. But then we meet Jesus and all of a sudden he, he puts his hand on us and faith fills us. And that's why we're like, I'm different. I'm, I'm a new creation. Something, something happened. So I'm, I'm not the same person that I used to be. So again, my goal with this series is that your faith would overcome your feelings. And would you just say this with me? Every time. Can we make that a goal? You're going to fail sometimes. But that it would be every time. I'm going to overcome my feelings with my faith. Now, here's a verse that I want us to know for tonight, John, John 20, verse 31. It's a really good verse here. And it says, you got it? But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ. How many believe that Jesus is the Christ? The Son of God, and that believing, not feeling, you may have life in his name. Remember, faith is a virtue, not a feeling. You don't have to feel saved to be saved. You don't have to feel holy to be holy. You don't have to feel right to be right. You don't have to feel like you're in the will of God to be in the will of God. Are you following me? Because those things are not based by feelings. They're based by facts. Facts. God's word is facts. 
no matter how much the world tries to attack it and change it, you're going to become an overcoming Christian when you realize no matter what the world says or the climate says or change says, God's word doesn't change. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it is not going to change no matter what I see, no matter what I feel, no matter what I hear. It's God's word. It's facts. And the facts are if I believe that Jesus is the Son of God, then I, and I have faith in him, then I have life in his name. There may be days you wake up and you don't feel saved. But just right there on that note, who is the one making you feel not saved? The enemy. So you're allowing the enemy to put feelings into you. But again, we don't have to feel saved. I'm saved tonight because I know what God's word says about me. Y'all with me? Now I'm going to put something up that I think is going to help you. How many like visuals? I want, I want, I want, someone told me before service, I've been having faith over feelings in my mind all week. That's what I want. Watch this. Do you have that diagram? Train. Everybody can relate to a train, especially guys. For some reason, when we're young boys, we love trains. It's just kind of ingrained in us for some reason. Didn't any other guys like trains growing up? See? It's just something about trains. But here's, here's, here's something to think about. There's an engine, okay? Faith, or, or sorry, fact is God's word. It's the engine. The engine is what moves the train. You with me on that? His word goes... It's a fact. It's the engine. The, the, the train or your life goes nowhere without fact. God's word doesn't change. God's word doesn't run out of gas. God's word doesn't run out of power. It's a fact. It's, it's the engine. The middle part is our faith. Our faith has to follow God's facts. And if we're walking the way God wants us to walk, our feelings are following our faith, which is following God's facts. Because you're going to have feelings. You can't get rid of the feelings car. Nor do you want to get rid of the feelings car. Because feelings move us. A lot of times they move us in a bad way, but they also move us in a good way. So the feelings car is going to be there. The problem is, is too many Christians have it the other way around. Their feelings are leading the way. And faith is trying to follow the feelings and facts is way behind. And, and here's, the, here's the fact about that. You're not going anywhere. Because the, the caboose can't move the train. Only the engine can move the train. So you, you, if you're letting your feelings dictate your faith, then you're not going anywhere. And if you're not going anywhere, you're not doing anything. And if you're not doing anything, you're dead. So you got to get, get the feelings in check and understand that feelings are part of our lives, but they got to be in the caboose. And they got to be following my faith, which follows the facts, and the facts is God's word. Romans 5, verse 1 and 2, says, Therefore, having been justified, notice it says, you've been justified, or in other words, made right with God by the fact that you feel good. No, by faith. We have peace with God. Now understand this. Peace, if you think about it, the world wants peace. 
Everybody wants peace. You can't have peace without God. Impossible, but they're going to keep wanting it. You can have false peace, and sometimes false peace comes by things, money and possessions, and, and it's, a, it's a short-term thing, and we see it all the time. Where And even though a lot of us would say, I'd like to try that and see what it feels like, to have those things, to see what, but the truth is, I'll just take people's word for it. I know way too many people that have, have everything money could ever buy, and they didn't have peace. I'll just take their word for it. So you can try to, money can't, can't buy me love. There was an old movie back in the day. Love, peace, joy, all the fruits of the Spirit, you can't buy them with things. You can only have them with faith. Are you with me? So we've been justified by faith, facts. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have access by faith into his grace in which we stand. See, many of us a lot of times aren't standing on, the God, on God's word. We're, we're moving and being moved by our feelings. We're supposed to be standing, immovable, steadfast. Okay, I know it's kind of weird because at the same time we're supposed to be going and preaching and advancing. But in this understanding, we're not supposed to move. We're supposed to be like a palm tree, like a tree planted by the water. We're not supposed to move. In other words, the wind can come and the storms can come and problems can come, but I'm not moving. I shall, I shall, I shall not be moved. Right? It's like the old song. And rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So you see nothing there that has to do with feelings. No emotions, facts. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7, one of the shortest in the Bible, one of the most powerful. For we walk by faith, not by sight, or you could put in there feelings. We don't walk by our feelings. We don't walk by what we see. Thomas had to see. Thomas had to touch. Jesus said, okay, I love you and I'm graceful and I'm merciful. Come touch it. But blessed, blessed are the ones who will believe in me, who have not seen me, who have not touched me. We have a special faith tonight, amen, because we have not seen him. We have not touched him. But we believe. And I just want to, I, I believe I have more faith than Thomas. I believe I have more faith than Thomas after he touched Jesus. Because my faith is not based on my feelings. It's based on facts. Can I get an amen? Nothing to do with feelings. So he says, I mean, he could have put a lot of words there. Not by faith, but by, not by sight, but by faith. So we are, in a sense, walking with blind faith. And what happens when you're blind? You have to let somebody lead you. God needs to lead us. Here's another one. I, I, I wanna, how many want to please God tonight? We should want to please God. We should be God pleasers. The Bible says if we don't have faith, in other words, if we're in our feelings, I know that's a popular saying today, I'm in my feelings. If we're in our feelings, we're not pleasing God. So, if you would think about that, sometimes and a lot of times when you are in that moment of dryness or anger or frustration 
or whatever it is that you're feeling, you might say, you know what? This is a great opportunity to please God. This is a great opportunity to express faith over my feelings. God, if I'm honest with you, because you know me better than anybody, I don't feel you right now, but I still believe in you. I don't feel your love right now, but I love you. I don't feel your joy right now, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to decide to be happy because I'm saved and the blood of Jesus covers me. Amen? How many see that there's a decisiveness there? There's a decision being made. Did you know that a major part of the word disciple is discipline? We have to discipline our minds to not be moved by things and emotions and all those different things. So Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, Without faith it is impossible to please Him. Watch this. For he who comes to God must feel that He is. No, believe and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now think about this. If he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, it's easy to seek God when everything's good. It's easy. You can almost say anybody can do that. But what about seeking God when you don't feel like it? What about praying when you don't feel like it? What about giving more when you don't feel like it? What about going out on outreach when you don't feel like it? What about loving the person that's your neighbor with when you don't feel like it? All those things that you can do that don't feel good are going to make you get a greater reward because you're seeking him, not because of what you want to get from him, but because of who he is. How many want to serve God because of who he is? Now, the rewarder part's great, but there's a greater reward if you're looking for the reward when you seek him in the dry times. When you glorify him, as the casting crown says, I'll praise you in this storm. Amen? Lift up your hands in the middle of that storm and say, Lord, I don't understand this. This doesn't make sense, but I'm not going to let my feelings overcome my faith because I want to please you. Now, how do we do all this? How do we get faith? I'm not going to ask you tonight because that would be biblically ero erroneous. How many want more faith? Okay, I'm not going to ask you that. I, I, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to answer. Raise your hand because it's it, it's a kind of a trick question. How many want to use more faith? That's what I was getting to. We want that. We want to use it. But the truth is, we can't get more faith because we've already been given a measure of faith. What we need to do is use what we have. How many want to use more of the faith that you have? How many want to use all the faith that you have? Full capacity, okay? I believe we all do. Here's how. How many like the here's hows? Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The way you overcome your feelings is you get in the Word. When you don't feel like it, you read God's Word. People that are overcomers, and there's a bunch of you in this place tonight, especially ones that have been saved for a long time, are, are people who have a discipline of daily prayer and reading the Word. 
It sounds so cliche. It sounds so Christian. It sounds so good. But lots of people don't do it. If you get yourself in a position of discipline, you would be absolutely amazed. And I don't know in here tonight, uh, out of all of you that are here who are really in their feelings or really struggling in this area, all of us struggle, but I mean really struggling. I don't know who it is, but I can promise you, and you can take the check to the bank and cash it, if you're in your feelings, you're not in the Word. Like you should be. Amen? Would, you, would anybody agree with that? If you're in your feelings, you're not spending time in prayer like you should. That's just a fact. Faith overcomes feelings, and faith comes by the Word of God and hearing of the Word of God. So the more you read and the more you fill your life with faith, the more you're going to be in faith and not feelings. It, it sounds good, but it works. Are we feeding our feelings? Or are we feeding our faith? If you're in the Word, the Word is going to show you examples and stories and all these different things. If you're in your feelings, you're going to be looking for somebody else who feels like you. You know the saying, misery loves company? It does. If you want to backslide, you'll find people who are backsliding. If you want to gossip, you'll find people who gossip. Whatever it is, I mean, don't take the time to give, but you'll find those people. You'll, you'll, you'll be like-minded, and you'll get around people who will listen to you. Man, I'm just I'm so tired of that church, you know, just always, always honest and always telling us to be accountable and always asking us to go to the prayer room and always, get, you know, be at every service. And, right, you'll find somebody else to talk to that feels the same way, and then you'll be in your feelings. Right? Amen? And that'll happen. Or you could just stay the course and stay in the word and stay in discipline and realize that everything that we do in this church isn't for me or Pastor Mario or anybody else. It's for God. It's for the Lord. It's to have a great relationship with Jesus. It's to see a revival. It's to see a move of God. Amen. That's why we're doing these things, to please the Lord so we can be in our faith and not in our feelings. Every single day, church, it blows me away with the things I'm seeing and you're seeing in churches. It's, it's just like, wow, this is crazy. I mean, I, I get these videos sent to me, and I, it's just like, <laughs> man, my neck hurts. It's like I don't want to see anymore because what, what's your only reaction is, can't be this can't be but it is people saying the craziest things and this world is constantly changing but the bible says heaven and earth will pass away but my word will never pass away so we, if we link up to that word and we stay in the word we're going to be overcomers hebrews chapter 4 musicians you can begin to come please says this in, the, in New Living. For the Word of God is alive. You know what that means? It means it's, it's, it's alive right now and, and moving and sufficient for your exact need at this exact moment. It is available to defeat your feelings no matter where they're at. 
If you apply the word of God to your feelings, it doesn't matter if it's a new feeling. I wouldn't be surprised if today, with all the stuff that's going on in our culture, that new feelings would be invented. Right? Everything's being invented now. So whatever the feelings are, God's got the answer because his word is alive and powerful, sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul emotions and feelings, that's soul, and spirit, between joint and marrow. And watch this. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. It exposes it. It puts the light on it. Tells us, you're in your feelings right now. Get over that mess. Get over yourself. We got to get over ourselves. Amen? It's not about us. It's about Jesus. It's about people getting saved. It's about his name being glorified. Amen? I'm going to read an illustration to close. I thought it was pretty good. It kind of helps make, make everything make sense. So it's just a couple paragraphs. Stay with me on this. So this is an illustration of faith. So three people are going to board a plane to go to a distant city. Y'all with me on that? Three people, plane, distant city. The first one is an engineer who designs and builds airplanes. He's also a pilot. He knows how everything in the plane works. And he is a personal friend of the pilot who will be flying this trip. And he knows that he's a very good pilot. So he, he boards the plane with full confidence. Imagine. Second one is just an average business traveler. He knows a little bit about airplanes, kind of like me, that they go up in the air and stay there, but just doesn't think about it too much. He takes his seat, starts reading a magazine. The third person is deathly afraid of flying. He breaks out in a cold sweat. It takes all he can do. I can just picture some of us to not turn and flee down the, the hall going to the airplane. With much fear and trembling, he gets on the plane and sits down and hopes he can fall asleep and not wake up till they land. So the question is, which of those three has more faith in the plane? Which of those three people, the one who engineered and pilots and designed it, the one who just gets on and doesn't think about it, or the one who's scared to death to get on it. Which one of those has the most faith? Here's the answer. It's going to kind of shock you. They all have the same amount of faith because they all got on the plane. Let that simmer for a second. That's how we sometimes base the way we look at other people's faith. Some are really struggling just to make it. Others are doing amazing things for God. Others are kind of just in between. But the truth is, all three of those people got on the plane. The only difference was their feelings, their emotions. One was super confident. Another one was scared to death. 
and the middle one didn't really care. But they all got on the plane with the same faith that they were all going to land at that distant city. That's, that's where we're at. Sometimes in our lives, we're going to be one of those three people. Right? That changes the confidence, the fear, the feelings, the emotion. What doesn't change is God. As long as we keep our faith and get on the plane, get in the train, get on the ride with God, get on this, this, life, this life story, we're all going to get to the same place. Amen? Lord, thank you for your word tonight. Help us tonight. Help us to have faith. The evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for. Lord, tonight we understand that our feelings are a powerful emotion. They're a powerful thing in our lives. And, and they're good. Emotions are good. Feelings are good. They're not always bad, Lord, but they need to be the caboose. They need to be at the end. They need to be behind. And they need to be controlled by our faith. And our faith needs to be controlled by facts, which is your word. You are an ever-present help in time of trouble. You are a God that does not move. You are a God that does not change. There is no shadow or variance in you. And tonight, God, our goal, all of us tonight, is to walk by faith and not by sight. Lord Jesus, help us tonight to defeat the enemy on every side. Let faith arise and let faith be used. Let us use that faith, the full measure that you've given us. Let it be at 100%, God. And when it's not there, help us make decisions to get there, Father, so that we can see your glory in our lives, so we can win the battle and not allow our feelings to dictate our walks with God. How many all over this place tonight with heads bowed and eyes closed in reverence to the Lord, you're, you're in this place tonight and you have never put your faith 100% in who Jesus Christ is. You have not been what the Bible says, born again. You haven't ever said, God, if I died tonight, I don't know where I'd spend eternity, but tonight by faith, I'm receiving your word that says, I can be saved. I can be born again. I can be justified by God by simply believing. I don't really feel like getting saved. I don't really feel like I'm good enough to be saved. But your feelings don't matter tonight. What matters is that Jesus paid the price and all you've got to do is believe. How many all over this place would say, Pastor, I've never done that. Just put your hand up and put it right back down. I want to pray with you tonight. I want Jesus to be Lord of my life. I want, to, I want to make sure he knows my faith is greater than my feelings. Maybe you're here tonight and you know him. You've met him. You live for him. You love him. But your life's not in the place that you want it to be. You're struggling. You're, you're, you're going down some paths that you don't want to. You're allowing your feelings to, to run your decisions. And you want to get those things in order. Just say, Lord, look at me tonight. Here I am. I want those things to, be, to fall into place. God sees your hands. God sees your hearts. Let's stand all across this place tonight. Amen. The, you know, here's, the, here's, here's another statement. The presence of the Lord is here, whether we feel Him or not. I thank God. I'm so thankful that, that most of the time in a service like this, we feel His presence. It's a great feeling.
Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content.